Welcome back, Stanford Truth listeners. Sorry for last week's episode. I was not able to post it due to hectic schedule, but I'm trying to make up for it, and I will do part one and part two of this episode, the deity of Jesus Christ, Lord willing. So we are going to talk about the deity of Jesus Christ, part one. What is deity? It's a divine status, quality, or nature of the Creator's supreme being. Remember, we were we are talking about the oneness of God, and in this topic, we will find out in a deeper, uh, deeper context, or in the Word of God, who Jesus is, why we serve Him as the Almighty God. So Jesus is God from the beginning of His human life. He is the coming Messiah. In Mal- in Micah five two, it says, "But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah." Yet out of, your, out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from old, from everlasting. Amen. And also in Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 said, Behold, the virgin shall be with the child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. It has been prophesied by prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 7.14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. So it's from the Old Testament to New Testament. So let's talk about the incarnation of Jesus Christ, the one God. Incarnate means made manifest or embodied or to give a concrete or actual form too. In my favorite verse in Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. This is God incarnation. He made manifest himself. He is the invisible God that we've talked about previously. So he manifests himself in the flesh, in his human form. Amen. You know, this is a timely uh, topic because we're, we're, we're celebrating Christmas and it is the born, the birth, I mean, the birth of our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Also in Isaiah 9.40, it says, O Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Amen. In the book of John, chapter 20, when Jesus has uh, had died and put in the in a tomb, they found it empty. And as you read through this chapter, they found the tomb empty by, by Mary Magdalene. And they saw that Jesus had risen and told, and Jesus told her in verse 17 of chapter 20 of John, don't Cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and I to my God and your God. And she told the disciples, Jesus appeared unto his, and and Jesus appeared to them. But Thomas wasn't there. When Jesus came, so he, when Jesus came, so he doubted when when the apostles told him that Jesus had just appeared unto them. In verse 27, Jesus told to Thomas, reach your finger here and, and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but be, but believing. 
That's why our, uh, our doubting Thomas then believes, and he answered, answered Jesus in verse 28, My Lord and my God. Amen. See, we, we humans uh, tend to see first before we believe, but because of uh, Thomas doubting, Jesus appeared unto him and asked him to put his finger to his side where they pierced him and to his hands where they put nails on, on the cross. And then that's when he believed that you, Jesus, are my Lord and my God. Amen. In 1 John 1 and 1 and verse 14 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. So the, in the beginning, God is the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word became flesh. Who is that? That is Jesus, the incarnation of God. Amen. Also in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 says, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Amen. So Christ is Jesus. Christ means Messiah. Amen. Who is the image of the invisible God? Colossians 1.15. And also in 1 Timothy 3.16, God was manifest in the flesh. Amen. Titus chapter 2 verse 13 says, The great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So now we will, we have, we've just talked about Jesus, the incarnation, of, the incarnation of one God. Now we will talk about the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Father. We've read in Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. Amen. Also in Isaiah 63 verse 16 says, Thou, O Lord, art our Father, our Redeemer. In John chapter 10 and 30 says, I and my Father are one. In John 8 verse 56 to 58, Before Abraham was, I am. You can read that, that verses later on. Just write it down. John chapter 8 for verse 56 to 58. So let us read this passage of uh, scripture in John chapter 14, verse 8 to 9. I'm reading in the New King James Version. So in verse 8 says, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. In verse 9, Jesus answered to him, Have I been with you so long and yet you, you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So... How can you say, show us the Father? You see, Jesus is uh, telling the disciples that if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I'm the incarnation of God. I am that Father. I am that Holy Spirit that is with, with Abraham from the beginning. That's why Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. And, and the scripture is so clear when it says, when it talks about the the manifestations of Jesus Christ in his human 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 form and as a father. Amen. So let's just Amen. do a quick recap of this first part so that it will be clear for all of us that the deity of Jesus Christ, he's the divine nature or the quality of a supreme being. 
So Jesus is, the, is God from the beginning of his human life. In Micah 5.2 it says, But thou Bethlehem, out of thee shall come forth unto me, that is, to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old and from everlasting. And also in Matthew chapter 1.23, the, uh, the prophecy of Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, that behold, a virgin shall be ch with, with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. So Jesus, from the beginning of his human life, is the God with us. Also, the, we talk about Jesus is the one God incarnate. Incarnate means supernatural being, being embodied in human form. In short, God manifested in the flesh. That it says in Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, and his name shall be called the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Also, uh, we, we, we can see that who in Colossians chapter 115 says, who is, the invisible, who is the image of the invisible God? This is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. He is the image of the invisible God. In 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 says, God was manifest in the flesh. Amen. And also the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Father, which we've read in Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, and his name shall be called the Everlasting Father. And also, he said in John chapter 10, verse 30, I and my Father are one. And before Abraham was, I am. Amen. In John chapter 8, verse 56 to 58. So, I will give you just some verses to compare and to study for yourself in order for you to understand more the, the deity of Jesus Christ, the divine nature of Jesus Christ as God. He is the God, the one God of the beginning and the end. Amen. So write down these verses, John chapter 2 verse 19 to 21 and Acts chapter 2 verse 24 and also John chapter 6 verse 40 and 1 Corinthians 6 14. And the last two verses is John chapter 6, verse 44, and John chapter 12, verse 32. Now, I'm going to the second part of this topic, the deity of Jesus Christ. So, now, on this second part of this uh, topic, or this episode, will be the divine nature of Jesus Christ as the Holy Spirit. He is the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 14, verse 16 to 18, says... And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, even the Spirit of truth. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And also in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 says, Now the Lord is that Spirit. We've, uh, we've read earlier in Micah 5, 2, that, But thou, Bethlehem, out of thee shall, come, shall he come forth unto me, that is to be a ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from of old and from everlasting. Amen. So we will have parallel verses here. We will read first from John chapter 2 verse 19 and Romans 8, 11. We're talking about Jesus and as the Spirit or the Holy Spirit. So in John chapter 2 verse 19, we are talking about Jesus. And, said, and he said, Jesus answered, destroy this temple or his body. He's talking about his body, not the temple or the building. And in three days, I will raise it up. Because people, uh, those people that uh, in that time 
when Jesus spoke about the t the, this temple, they, they thought of the, the building, but Jesus is talking about his, his body that will be destroyed. And in three days, he will raise it up. So let's look in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead, so the Holy Spirit that's in Jesus Christ, who is the incarnation of God, is the one that raised Jesus up from the dead. Let's read also in John chapter 6, verse 40. I will raise him up in the last day. Jesus spoke these words. And in same verse, the same parallel verse in Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, The spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. Amen. So it's the spirit of Jesus Christ that if, he, if, if his spirit is in you, if, if he did not come yet at this time, and if you die before he comes, if his spirit is in you, that, that spirit is the one that will raise you up from the dead. Hallelujah. And also, Jesus is Jehovah, the Lord in, a, in the King James Version. Jehovah means God. Because there's a lot of uh, uh, controversy regarding Jehovah word or uh, term that the Bible says, but it, it just li literally means God. Jehovah is mean, means God. Like Jehovah Jireh means God will see too. Jehovah Nisi is God is my banner. Jehovah Shalom is God is my peace. And Jehovah Sidkanu, God is our righteousness. And Jehovah Shammah, God is there. So there, God, Jehovah is just literally, mean, literally means God or the Lord in King James Version. So let's read some passage here in Zechariah chapter 11, verse 4 and verse 12. Thus saith the Lord my God. So they weigh for my price 30 pieces of silver. This is prophecy of Jesus Christ being sold by Judas Iscariot to the, the Romans. And also in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 10, The burden of the word of the Lord of Israel, saith the Lord, they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. This is the, the, the scene of, in the, on the cross, but it's been prophesied by Zechariah. And also in John chapter 8, verse 58, before Abraham was, I am. Just We, we just read earlier. So we will have another parallel verse here. Jesus and Jehovah. This is Jehovah is the Old Testament, and Jesus is the New Testament of God. So in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 said, And God said, I am that I am. And Jesus answered in John 8:58, Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. And also in Psalms 136, verse 3, give thanks to the Lord of Lords. And Jesus said, in Revelation 19, verse 6, He hath on his vesture a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. So, it's just very plain and simple in the simple passages of Scripture, what we're talking about, who Jesus is, His deity, His divine status, His quality, and His being, supreme being, His nature as the Creator. We've just talked about He is the God incarnate. We've just talked about that he is the divine nature, uh, his divine nature as the Father, the divine nature as the Holy Spirit, and he is God. So these verses are very plain and simple for our understanding, especially 
these few verses that we've just read, like in Isaiah 9 and 6, this, this is for me the one that really gives me the understanding of the oneness of God. Isaiah 9 and 6, because for unto us a child is born, and a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. He is the Son, He is the Mighty God, and He is the Everlasting Father. And we've just talked about the previous episode about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we've talked about God, who God is. He is the Father, He is the Son, and He is the Holy Ghost. And that three manifestation is embodied in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So it's very clear that in, in the Bible, if you read carefully and with understanding, it will, it will give you the revelation of who God is, and that is Jesus Christ. So I thank God for this revelation and this understanding that God has given me. So let me just give you some, some of the verses that you can study for yourself. Like what, I've given, uh, what I, have, I have given earlier. This one, it will help us to get more understanding of the Old Testament and the New Testament the, regarding the, the deity of Jesus Christ. Like in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 and Matthew chapter 3 verse 3, Isaiah 40 in verse 5 and in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 8. And the third one is Isaiah 45 verse 23 and Philippians chapter 2 verse 10. So just read and study for yourself these parallel verses. And you can study, you can know and understand more who God is. And I'm so thankful and grateful that a son is born. For unto us a child is born, a, uh, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. You know, when he stretched out his arm on that cross, he has the whole world on his shoulder, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting, and the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. So I thank God for, for coming down to this earth in a lowly form of a human, that he gave us this opportunity to, to be reconciled with him. That's the reason why he came to this earth, is to be reconciled with us. Hallelujah, as it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. And God is so loving and so merciful that he has to come down in a human form, in a lowly form, to be reconciled with us and to, to give us pardon of whatever we have done as long as we repent of our sins and not do it again. Be baptized in Jesus' name. And be filled with his precious spirit that will raise us up from the dead if Jesus Christ hasn't come yet. So I hope and I pray that this podcast will help us, all of us who's listening to this one and even to myself, to remember the reason why Jesus came down to this earth. The reason why he was born in this, um, he was born to this world. It is to save you and I from our sins. Hallelujah. So I, I hope and I pray that this uh, holiday season will give you blessing and more understanding in the things of God and in the Word of God. So uh, I, I hope to hear from any one of you very soon. And I hope and pray that this podcast is helping you. 
as it is helping me in my walk with God. God bless you all and have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. God bless you in Jesus' name. So stay tuned for our next episode because we're going to talk about the greatest thing in this earth or in the entire world. It's the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. In Jesus' name.